the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southern California Live. Pastor Scott Furrow with you today and former 2020 TikTok dance champion. Not really, but I was invited on that app during the pandemic. It was It's one of the things that uh, I remember happening when we were doing church and uh, the young people are like, oh, you got to get on this app. They do all this dance stuff on there. And uh, there was way too much dancing on there for what I would uh, normally do myself. Um, you know, I don't want to show off. That's really the deal. And certainly don't want to show off, you know, to the world on there. And uh, so now I just go on TikTok every once in a while to see what the trends are with the young people and to check in with our apparent Chinese government overlords. Uh, hey, are you worried about your privacy? That is the issue that is being discussed in Washington. You hear the TikTok news all the time. I'm going to explain it to you if you're not really familiar with how that works and why it matters. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to um, if it. It comes down to a couple of different issues. Number one, your personal privacy. Are you worried about it? Did you realize? Maybe you don't realize how much of your personal information is out there and available to tech companies. Does it matter to you that tech companies know exactly where you are right now and everywhere you went today and where you spent your money and what apps you opened up and what websites you went to? They may not know by name, but there are there's a trail. There's a trail out there. Does it uh, does it worry you? Uh, how about the Chinese government? That's the second issue is, is the Chinese government, who is looking more and more like an adversary, I think people uh, on both parties actually are agreeing on that, does the Chinese government knowing everything about you matter to you? The government, your your representatives, both Republicans and Democrats, there is a remarkable uh, bipartisan effort here to uh, question TikTok. This is Kathy McMorris Rogers today on Capitol Hill. You are here because the American people need the truth about the, the threat TikTok poses to our national and personal security. TikTok collects nearly every data point imaginable from people's location to what they type and copy, who they talk to, biometric data and more. Biometric data, by the way, is that, you know, you put your thumbprint in there or your facial recognition. You know, there's so many things now that, uh, you know, on my phone, I can just look at it, right? And it knows who I am, which I find helpful because when my sons look at it, they, it doesn't open up for them. They can't get on my phone without my face. And of course, they'll grab my phone. Your kids do this to you? They grab, my kids will grab my phone. And, you know, if I'm working on something else somewhere else and I've set my phone down for some reason, they'll grab it. And if they want to go on there and play a game or do something that they think is on there, uh, they will try to, they'll call my name or they'll throw something at me or shoot me with a Nerf dart, hit me in the face. And then I look up and then they'll throw that phone in my face and it opens it up. Anyway, apparently, uh, if you do that, and most of you probably do, the majority of you do, or you use your thumbprint or your uh, index fingerprint to open your phone, um, if you have the TikTok app, Chinese government has your 
your uh, facial recognition and they have your uh, your thumbprint. I don't know. Maybe if you go to Beijing, Beijing, and you uh, check in there, uh, you'll automatically get an upgrade if they like you. I don't know how that's going to work. You know, it's your hotel, but uh, this is. Uh, what the subject is in Washington, and I'm curious what you think about it. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. You can also send me an email at SoCalLive at KKLA.com, SoCalLive at KKLA.com. By the way, thank you so much for the last two days and all of your generosity uh, in our giving with Cross International. We had a lot of fun, and uh, hundreds, hundreds of kids were saved by our listeners on this program. So I really want to thank you very much for doing that uh, all over Southern California the last couple of days. All right, the number is 888-528-2557. Uh, today on, in, uh, on Capitol Hill, the CEO, his name is Xu Chu, I think is how you say his name, he was grilled by U.S. lawmakers, both Republicans and Democrats, who appear to be on the same page uh, for the most part with all of this. They're expressing deep skepticism about TikTok's attempts to protect U.S. user data, and they're trying to ease its concerns about ties to China. And uh, the CEO rarely does interviews. I don't think I had actually seen him again. So here's uh, that's going on, and uh, it was pretty harsh what he got from people in both parties. If you're not familiar with TikTok, and I know that many of you aren't, and if you're in the younger crowd, you probably are. You probably have it. 150 million Americans are on TikTok. 150, there's what, 330 million Americans or something like that, they think. That includes all the babies, right? Of all the people who could potentially be on TikTok, it's like half. So theoretically, half of our audience, you've got a TikTok and you you watch it and maybe you don't tell anybody, but you're, you're on there and you're checking it out. So it's 150 million. The estimate, I Googled that to find that out. And what I was surprised to find out is just two years ago in 2021, the estimate was that maybe 90 million Americans by this year, by the end of 2023, would be on there. So it's been blown away. It's 150 million Americans are on this app. It's a social media app. It's video-based. It's based in China, or its parent company is based in China, and it's enormously popular. It is significantly popular for for fun, for entertainment, uh, also for news, Something like of people under 30 years old today, 35% of you, if you're under 30, the statistics say you get your news from TikTok. You're not getting your news from Fox. You're not getting it from MSNBC or CNN. You're not even getting it from a news website. You're getting it from TikTok. So you can start to see why this becomes a very powerful thing when it is not only entertaining people, but it's also informing people. Okay, so that is behind a lot of it. So it's an app that you go on and creators can use sound effects and different filters on the face. There's there's some crazy stuff on there. You can you can point your camera at a like a photograph on the wall and make it start to talk or sing a song. And it's 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 either really creepy or it's spectacularly entertaining. It depends on your point of view. Uh, it's a little disturbing when it's somebody who maybe has passed away and then suddenly they look like they're alive all of a sudden. It can really bother you. But a lot of people do it just with their own family pictures and stuff. And there's there's just a lot of fun. And there's there's do-it-yourself videos. There's stuff on there. Dance routines, I mentioned, is kind of one of the things it's famous for. And, uh, you know, kids love it. And lots of adults love it. There's music. It's just, there's a it's an amazing 
app it is. And it's addictive because of that. One of the problems that people are having with TikTok, like individuals are having, is that they won't put it down. It kind of has this endless scroll. The videos are usually 15 seconds long. You can make them a little bit longer now, but most of them are only a few seconds long. And so your mind can just sort of soak in whatever information is there and then just move on to the next thing. And it has an algorithm. The, what the algorithm is, is it's the robot behind it, basically, that starts to figure out who you are and what videos you like. And it will time how long, because you can skip the videos. If you don't like it, it's not entertaining. You just move on to the next one. Uh, it'll, it'll determine what videos you look for on purpose. There's a button where you can like particular ones. You can save them. It, it determines, you can make comments, you can interact, right? So over time, it learns not just from you, the videos you watch and how long you watch them and how you interact, but it also learns about you because it hacks into the rest of your phone. Did you know that? That's where this begins to get kind of um, tricky with this, right? It hacks into the rest of your phone and it knows a whole lot about you. It knows, for example, here's what it gets uh, from you. So when you have a TikTok account, and this is true, by the way, to a certain extent with most of your others, not just social media, but almost anything these days, if you, you have it on the Internet. The difference with TikTok is that it goes far and above the rest of them. Okay, But if you've got Facebook or Instagram, it has a lot of this information. In fact, if you just have other apps, you know, maybe even the app you got for your church, I don't know, just it's got something in there. But it's going to know TikTok will know your email address, your phone number, your date of birth, your, any information that you volunteer in your profile, which you type in there on the screen. It also knows what kind of phone you use. It knows where you are, your location information, and where you've been. So it knows it basically where you shop. Uh, it knows where you hang out. Um, and you know these things are done to generate advertisements. If you've ever wondered why it is that you go shop at a certain store and then suddenly you're getting advertisements on your phone for that store, it's because it knows you were there. Some of the apps you can turn that off on, and then other other uh, apps um, you say you turn it off, but there's some question as to whether or not that really happens. TikTok also knows about your app activity. It knows what other apps you're using on your phone. It knows everybody in your phone contact list. It knows your browser and search history, so other things you're doing on the web, completely unrelated to TikTok. So that means it knows what bank you use. It knows um, what websites you visit. Uh, anything that you have on your 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 device clipboard, what that is is cup, cut and paste. You know, if you are copying data or copying a picture, it has access to that. And it also has your biometric information. So your, like I said before, your thumbprint, your facial recognition, whatever that is, it knows you. And so you can tell over time what it does is it gets to know who you are. And what this does, it gets to know who you are, what you're interested in. And that's why it becomes so addictive because over a very short period of time, the algorithm figures out what it's going to keep you on that app for longer periods of time. And so it will show you videos that it already knows you're interested in. Or it'll show you videos that it thinks, you know, a typical person who has these markers and does this kind of thing, who's this age and has this information, they're probably interested in these videos. It knows your, your gender. It knows your age. It knows all of that. How does this make you feel? Does this, does this worry you? This, this really is not new. Uh, this is something, it's worse with TikTok, and that's part of the issue. And the second issue we'll get to in a second is that the Chinese government ultimately owns the company. Um, you know, in China, they, you know, there's not private enterprise like we have here. So any company in China, the government actually has control over it and has access to any of the data. And that's some of the concern in Washington. 
How does this make you feel? The number is 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557 is the number. I tend to think that people have a different opinion on this, though. I think some people are like, well, I don't really care. I like the app, and uh, I like using uh, social media, and I really don't care if the Chinese know where I went shopping or if some tech company understands where I am. Maybe that's how you feel. And, uh, you know, let's, let's talk about that. Or maybe this bothers you a lot. Somebody called me a while ago. And she had made the mistake. (laughs) It's not really a mistake, right? But she did something that almost nobody does. She read all of the terms of service for uh, something that she was involved in. Like she went through paid. You ever read the terms of service? You sign up for something. And this can be, in this case, it was a utility company because she found out that the utility company is also gathering all this information, right? I mean, you're the gas company, the cable company that you have, your cell phone company, well, they know your name, they know your birthday, they know your uh, your wet, your email address. Uh, they also can track your uh, your stuff if it's connected to the phone and they've got an app on your phone. You, know, I have apps on my phone for all of my utilities. I can pay my bills. I can see what my bill's going to be. And, you know, these days I have a little heart attack when I see the uh, Southern California Gas Company bill. And I guess that's going to keep going up. And they are coming after your stove, apparently. That's a whole other story. Uh, how do you how do you feel about this? Do you, how do you respond to this? Does it worry you, or is it just the world that we live in now, and we just better get used to it? 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. So it has all this information, okay, a whole lot of things on it, it your text, images, your, you know, those kinds of things. It's got it, all right? And the thing that is unclear, and this is what is unclear to to the government and what is bothering them is it's unclear what actually happens to your data. With TikTok, it seems to be collecting a whole lot more than other apps of this nature. It seems to be doing a whole lot more. And because it's being run ultimately by the Chinese government, that's what our government is accusing. Now, um, in Washington today, you're listening to Southern California Live, by the way. Pastor Scott Furrow, number is 888-528-2557. In Washington today, the TikTok CEO was grilled about a great many things, in particular China policy, and began to and what part of what Washington's concern is, is that because so many people are now using this for their news, that the news source that people have could be manipulated by a foreign country, even our adversary. And we already have a problem in our country where we have news that's basically right and left, right? I don't think most of you are confused about what TV news network is on the right and what TV news networks are on the left. Um, You're not. Well, as troubling as that is, and we're seeing evidence in our own country of the ones that are on the right framing news in a certain way or not being honest about news stories that don't fit their narrative and the same thing on the left. Now imagine that the news is actually being filtered and censored or driven in a certain way by an adversary, by somebody who might already be at war with us, by somebody who is sending spy balloons over our country and apparently has been doing that for a while and has built their Navy up tenfold in the last decade to where that it's more powerful than ours. Think about this for a minute. So that's some of the concern. Here's a few more comments. This is Representative Mike Gallagher today. And our concern as it pertains to TikTok is not only that they could downplay stories related to the ongoing Uyghur genocide or they could exfiltrate data from American phones, but they could control what news we get. Uh, TikTok is increasingly a news source for young 
Americans. It could be used to meddle in future elections. So we have to ask ourselves if we want to give the Chinese Communist Party that level of power over our sense of reality and our sense of national identity. That's the concern. And both parties have that concern. So I find that really interesting. The the Democrats have used TikTok and other social media to their advantage, particularly for the last election. Uh, Republicans just, I think, completely missed the boat on where people are um, to get their message out. The White House, uh, Biden White House, put a whole bunch of stuff last year on TikTok commercials kind of for their point of view. And, and um, there were things we had it on our show that were just not you know, accurate or they were just one-sided, which that tends to be. But there was also no response from uh, the Republicans pretty much on that. Now imagine that that's happening from the Chinese government and they're going to spin whatever the news is that would go against everybody who's an American. That's what is concerning. And that they would hide things that are going on in China. I don't know if you're familiar with the, the Uyghurs genocide. The Uyghurs are a group of Muslims who are basically being put in concentration camps in western China. We know about it. We've seen pictures. This is something that we are aware of, and the Chinese government is silent about it. What is being um, asserted is that TikTok, because of their Chinese ownership, is blocking conversation about that. I think it's debatable. I went on there today just to check it out, and I found plenty of information about that in Tiananmen Square. But the idea that they could do it is there. And the reason that we should care is we should care about another country, a country where we trade with, a country who is making most likely all or parts of the very phone you're looking at that is taking a people group and murdering them, and particularly a religious people group. Yeah, it's a, it's a Muslim group. Everybody should care about that. Because who are they coming after? Well, number one, because they're doing that to any group. You should care. And then secondly, if they're going to do it to that group, well, what's to say they're not going to do that to Christians or to a a Buddhist sect that maybe they don't like or to a political faction in China? You know, this is why these things are important. The CEO was asked about the Uyghurs today three different times. This was typically the exchange. Mr. Chu, do you agree that the Chinese government has persecuted the Uyghur population? Congresswoman, you, if you use our app and you open it, you will find our users who that's get not, all sorts of content. That's not my question. My question is, do you agree that the Chinese government has persecuted the Uyghur population? Well, it's really concerning to hear about all accounts of human rights abuse. My role here is to explain what our platform does on this. It's a pretty easy question. Do you agree that the Chinese government has persecuted the Uyghur population? Congresswoman, I'm here to describe TikTok and what we do as a platform. And as All a right. platform, we allow our users to freely express All their views right. on this issue Earlier and any today, other issue that matters to them. Well, you didn't answer the question. Earlier today, Chairman Rogers asked you, and I quote, have any moderation tools been used to remove content associated with the Uyghur genocide, yes or no? Your answer, we do not remove that kind of content. Yet... In 2019, TikTok suspended the account of Feroza Aziz, an American 17-year-old, after she put out a video about the Uyghur genocide. So your answer, sir, does not align with history. That went on over and over. You could hear his response that was just very interesting, is that he didn't answer the question. And there's a lot of question about what he has is allowed to say and what he isn't that 
I think most people would agree. I would agree that he's not allowed probably to make commentary about the situation with the Uyghurs. And that should disturb all of us. And so what you're seeing here is what I'm hoping that you understand is that this is a pretty big deal. 150 million Americans are on this app. Almost, you know, almost all of them are the younger part of our country. So an entire generation in many ways is growing up on this this app. The the shutdowns are what really made it grow pretty big. So the the expectation of its growth, you know, was blown out of the water because everybody was at home and bored. And what did you do when you were home and bored for, you know, a year or two years or however long you were stuck at home? Or maybe you're still stuck at home now. Well, you know what? You probably stared at your phone a lot. And you downloaded different apps and you got connected with that. So that is the concern is that a foreign government who is an adversary, most likely, to the United States is able to collect information about 150 million and growing American citizens, their whereabouts, what their activities are, who they are interacting with, where they work, where they go to school, what they like to do for fun, what their personal interests are, what their secrets are. And... Um, I think it's a pretty big deal. That's why the government is going after. Do you have the TikTok app? You probably do, statistically speaking. What do you think? Do you think you need to get rid of it? Do you think you need to delete it? I still have it on my phone. Like I told you, I just check in once in a while with the uh, government, uh, Chinese government overlords. And I like to know for purposes of this show, this is what people are watching, right? So it's, a, it's kind of a tool for me. But I'll tell you what, my kids, they look over my shoulder while I'm on there and whatever they've heard in school, you know, TikTok is bad. And Johnny, who's 10, he's just incensed that I have that on there. Dad, you still have the TikTok app. And you know what? Maybe I should delete it. Maybe I should get rid of it. Maybe it's something that uh, uh, just shouldn't be on there. I guess I have, in a way, I don't really care. I'm on the air every day. I don't, you know, Chinese government can listen to me all they want to. Hopefully I'm helpful to them. Uh, in some way or another. But maybe I'm naive to this kind of thing. I also think that the other apps are, are tracking me too, just all kinds of things on there. I'm curious to how you feel. The number is 888-528-2557. You can call now, 888-528-2557. There's another angle to the TikTok app that makes it very addicting and that is going to be part of the fight that we're going to have if the government decides to ban it, and it's that people can make money on there. I'll tell you how that happens as soon as we come back for the break. This is Southern California Live. Pastor Scott Furrow, your host. I'll be back as the Thursday edition continues. Stay tuned. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Text Scott right now in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. We're talking about uh, TikTok. Uh, not the mouse ran up the clock. Some of you would be thinking about that. But TikTok, the uh, social media app that is in all the news today because of hearings on Capitol Hill, where our government is concerned that the uh, Chinese government that we basically has control over the parent company of TikTok uh, is going to use all of your personal information against you. And 150 million Americans are on it. And uh, this is Kathy McMorris Rogers describing what it would be like because of so many people on TikTok getting their news now from TikTok and what the Chinese government could potentially do. From the data it collects to the content it controls, TikTok is a grave threat of foreign influence in American life. It's been said it's like allowing the Soviet Union the power to produce Saturday morning cartoons during the Cold War. 
but much more powerful and much more dangerous. And it's much more powerful because you actually can make money on there too. That might be one of the things, particularly for a lot of you listening, and maybe you've maybe you're making some money on there. Here's how it works. There's lots of ways people make money on the internet uh, that maybe you haven't thought about. And you see all those ads on uh, YouTube or on uh, different apps that you use. Often, not just the social media company is making money from those, but the creator of the video that the ad is on is making money. Well, TikTok came out with something that's a little bit different than the rest of them. And there are different ways to get paid, but they have something called the Creator Fund that they put a billion dollars to, billion with a B, a billion dollars in it. And the idea is this, that if you are, you have to be 18 years old, you have to have at least 10,000 followers. That means people who follow your account, watch your videos. You have to have at least 100,000 video views uh, every 30 days. But if you have that, you qualify and then they start paying you per view, two cents to four cents a view. That doesn't sound very like very much. But if you are getting thousands and thousands of views, if you have, as some people do, millions of listeners, that two cents and that four cents, it adds up quite a bit. And so there are a million people in the United States making 1000 to $5,000 a month because of their TikTok videos. And then there are people who are making millions of dollars. One person at the top of the list, her name is Charlie. She's making $17.5 million on her TikTok app. See, uh, somebody else, Addison, $8.5 million. Uh, other, somebody else, $5 million. Now, before you go out there and download the app and think I'm just going to make millions of dollars, most people make nothing. It's very difficult to get that many followers, and it's very difficult to get regular people to care what you're going to put you know, on your TikTok app. It's kind of like uh, the multi-level marketing stuff that you've been approached to buy with people to sell different candles or sell different products, and if you, you know, you're going to be financially independent. That's what they always tell you, right? Uh, How would you like to be financially independent? Well, I would love to be financially independent. Well, then join my team and uh, sell these vitamins that probably are not going to cause any damage to somebody's liver. And uh, if you do, you're going to be financially independent. And uh, you know what is true about those companies? Some of them are complete scams. Some of them are maybe, you know, the, the product is okay, but the scam is telling you that you have a really good chance of making a lot of money. Some people do. There are some people who I know somebody who made tons of money with one of those and uh, they gave her a Mercedes to drive. They gave her all kinds of goodies. And I mean, eventually you you can make money and then you do nothing. Your your team basically makes you all your money. It happens, but it's extremely rare. Most people spend a whole bunch of their own money investing their own money into it until you finally realize this is dumb and you end up losing a ton of money. Let's And it's like 98%. It's like almost everybody never makes any money. And then a very tiny, 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 tiny percent of people actually makes any real money. Um, TikTok is a similar way. It's not likely you're going to make a lot of money, but it's possible. It's more likely than your MLM or other stuff out there. Maybe slightly more legit. I don't know. 888-528-2557. Share your thoughts on this and join our conversation in Southern California Live. 888-528-2557. Angie in L.A., welcome to Southern California Live. Good afternoon, Scott, but I'm not in L.A. this time. I am in Paramount today. Oh, you're in Paramount. Well, welcome to Paramount. It's kind of L.A., though. Like, isn't every everything sort of, we, we call it the greater Los Angeles area. It's how L.A. sort of takes over, right? <laughs> so you're calling from the greater Los Angeles area. 
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right. Are you on? T- are you on TikTok? What do you think about this whole thing? I do have TikTok, and I didn't know all that stuff at first. I'm thinking, oh, it's safe, but then I'm starting to learn different things and learn more and more as I go along and listening to your show. It's like, whoa! I don't know if I want to play this game anymore. You know, it's but, um, yeah. I mean, but it's. It, to me, that's extremely evasive. You get your information, and um, it's sort of, sort of like 1984. You know, Big Brother's watching you, and I mean, you've been watching a long time, but it's, right. it's even more. It's even surreal now. You it's know? very surreal. Um, yeah, that, you know, in that book, and I recommend everybody go reread it if you haven't read it for a while. And that book was written in mm-hmm. in 1949. And if you remember, if you remember in that book, one of the things that the re, the way that Big Brother, the government, basically can follow you around, is because there are telescreens everywhere that are watching you and listening mm-hmm. to you. And for 1949, right. that was very prophetic. I mean, people barely had televisions yeah. in their house, right? Uh, if yes. they, you know, barely. And there's a tel- that book describes tel- everybody's got telescreens everywhere. You can't avoid them. Right. You're just or you're always being recorded is the idea. That's where we are today. And we carry him with us in our pocket. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a very, very interesting time. Now, now the thing is that there's also a reality, Angie, that almost everything we're doing, we're putting our information out there. Uh, certainly there's yes, TikTok and there's the, the greater the greater threat of a foreign government. But, you know, is there an escape from this? Is it possible to just not have your information out there? Nowadays, no, because yes. this is the age of computers. So mm-hmm. if you didn't have a phone with TikTok, they would still be able to trace you somehow. Yeah, it's it's out you there. Know? Have you ever had the experience where you just you're you're having a conversation with somebody about a certain product, and then all of a sudden you look at your phone and there's an advertisement for that very product <laughs> you were just talking about? <laughs> I really haven't noticed. That's right. But you, um. You know what I want to do? I want to. I want to. For everybody who calls this show, hopefully we can have some kind of algorithm where now your phone will have a uh, advertisement for the show on it. Just to remind you to listen every day from three to five. <laughs> All right, Angie. I, I, Absolutely, Scott. I appreciate your call. Thank you for calling and for listening, even while you're oh, in you're in, so in Paramount and wherever you are in the yeah. uh, greater Los Angeles area. Thanks for. Joining. I'm here and there and everywhere, honey. All right. <laughs> Thank you for joining today. All right, the number is 888-528-2557. Maybe it's something that you don't think about, and maybe this whole conversation is frightening for you, right? Maybe you haven't thought about it, but uh, I was mentioning before somebody who read the Terms of Service, and it scared her to death. And, you know, I'm listening to this, and she she thought she had uncovered, you know, some major um, scandal, but actually that's that's there, right? There's, there That's been going on for ever since you've put your, your email address, ever since you've had one, ever since you go back to AOL 1.0, right? You've got mail, and then uh, you put your information in there, it's out there. We just live in a, in a weird time, don't we? Um, and it's changed. My, uh, maybe you're of a certain generation where you're worried about people looking through your garbage, you know, to get your bank statements or other things. People don't do that anymore. They don't need to. Your banks are, everything's in the cloud. Um, you know, we do some weird stuff too. And this is, this is being, um, this is being looked at now. If you notice more and more often, if you can still afford to go to any kind of restaurant, they'll bring out the, the 
a device or they have one sitting on the table where you pay your bill sitting at the table, right? You can slide your credit card through it and the receipt will print out and you're just done. Green light goes on and then they know that you've paid and they don't have to chase you out the door. Well, part of the reason for that is because a very odd thing that we, we would do is we protect our credit card numbers, right? We protect our privacy with that. You never want to give out your credit card number to somebody. You don't want to write it down. You, you, you protect that information, except the weird thing we would do in restaurants, and we still do, is we hand our credit card to a stranger who walks away with it for 10 minutes. They're just gone. They don't check our ID ever, never. And uh, they ring up your meal, and of course they bring out your receipt, and you're supposed to look at it, but you don't know that they didn't go to their Amazon account and buy a bunch of stuff right away all of a sudden. Uh, it's a funny thing, right, that we're, we're very comfortable giving our card away in that, that example. Uh, that's, that's why you're having those things on the table, though. People are sort of going, I don't know if I'm comfortable with this. There's an interesting thing, just even biblically about privacy, just something to think about. You know, I don't know how I feel about all this. I feel like we can't escape a lot of it. I'm not sure. I know there are some people who go out and they try to get completely off the grid, and there are some some tools and routines to do that, I guess. I'm not sure how well that really even works. And you got to live out in the middle of nowhere in Montana or Wyoming. Um, I think our stuff's going to be out there. Um, but something I think about as a, as a follower of Christ, you know, my stuff's already out there to Jesus. He already knows everything. He knows every website I've ever been to, and he knows why I've been there. He knows about every social media account I've ever signed up for. He, he knows every store I've ever been to. Uh, all of that stuff. Do you realize that with the Lord is that uh, you know, certainly he's not the uh, Chinese government and you don't have to, to fear him for injustice. But part of our relationship with the Lord is to be aware that there's nothing secret to the Lord, that he's right there with us. And, you know, if that, if that scares you or, or worries you, uh, number one, know that Jesus died on the cross for that thing that you might be concerned that God knows about. Uh, he does. But secondly, know that you are protected, that whatever comes about in this world, nothing is confusing to God. God is not looking down and going, what is this TikTok app? I don't know what these kids are doing down there. That, Gosh, I wish I had known about that. You know, he's, he's not doing that. He knows, he knows all the truth about it. He knows all the truth about whether or not our privacy is at stake. He knows all of what is true about all the different things that we do. And that should bring you comfort in your walk with the Lord because he's with you. He knows where you struggle. He, uh, he forgives your sins when you confess your sins. The Bible is, is full of that. And you don't have to be afraid if these things frighten you. I think the discussion, you know, for the purposes of our country and what's happening with Russia and China in particular and the Chinese balloons flying over and whatever that government is doing, yeah, it's, it's, it is concerning. And it's real concerning, I think, that Republicans and Democrats in Washington are on the same page, right? If they're on the same page, then the thing they're worried about has transcended partisanship, right? It's a pretty big deal. Now, there might be something else. You know, there's there's financial concerns that may, they think might you know benefit both, most. There's all kinds of different politics, I'm sure. But anyway, there's something going on. Be aware of it. Don't be naive to it. But also do not fear. Uh, that doesn't mean don't make wise decisions. That doesn't mean don't delete your TikTok account. That doesn't mean that, you know. But it means you don't have to live your life so worried that somebody's going to come after you. In particular particularly if you're not doing anything wrong. Now, there might be a time when they're coming after you for your faith or they're coming after you because of how you voted or a website you visited. That might be the 1984 future we were talking about, the Orwellian future. 
At any rate, that's not a surprise to God either. So have no fear, but pay attention and be aware of all these things, especially for your kids. Be aware of the dangers to your your kids who often don't know this kind of stuff. I got to take a break. If you want to join the conversation, 888-528-2557 is the number, 888-528-2557, Southern California Live. Scott Furrow, I'll be back as the Thursday edition continues. Stay tuned. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. In California, a rare tornado touched down near Los Angeles as the latest storm system brought heavy rains and devastating winds, leaving five dead across the state. Miguel, Did you see this, that there was a uh, tornado in uh, Los Angeles and Montebello yesterday? I'm looking outside, and it's sort of clearing up in Southern California, L.A., San Diego. You know, some cloudy, a little bit of rain here and there, but it's going to clear up for a couple of days. But we had a tornado. Apparently, this was not the only tornado. There was another tornado in uh, Santa Barbara uh, yesterday, too, or the day before. Nobody cared about that, apparently. But were you in this? Or did you happen to see it? Here is an audio. It's a, it's a video, really, but you can't see it on the radio, probably, um, of some people taking a video of it and suddenly realizing what it is. Bro, it's a tornado out here. We're going to run That's crazy. It's, it's coming this way. We got to get in the car, baby. <laughs> it's coming this way. We better get in the car. Uh, wild. And I'm, you know, I knew that there had been tornadoes in California, but apparently we've had a lot of tornadoes. I guess this happens, you know, every year there's a tornado somewhere in California. I had no idea that was a thing. I thought we were... We were blessed with just earthquakes, um, but uh, no, apparently we've got that. And there was some kind of, um, it looked like a hurricane in San Francisco. When you look at the, the weather map and the spin on it, it's really interesting. And they got huge winds and it almost cleaned off the sidewalks, but uh, not quite enough for that up there. But this has been wild and I'm tired of it. We get a couple of days of sun and then back to the rain next week, it looks like. All right, this is Southern California Live. The number is 888-528-2557. Rosie in La Habra, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, hello. Hi, Rosie. So I'm calling about the TikTok. And yes, yeah. it's been a problem for quite some time. And but, you know, our children, our youngsters today just are so hooked on it. And I've, I've been on it. I've completely just deleted it from my phone. But it it just it could just take control of everyone's phone if it has that much control, just like our um, our social media has so much control. And we were, of course, finding that out now that, you know, we've been lied to because. We're not getting all the news that we should be getting. And then to think that if you look at the main corporate, which is China, Mm -hmm. (laughs) who is actually taking control of our country from all ends, starting with... I I think that the government is beginning to tune in to a lot of concerns related to that, right, with the farmland that's been purchased by the Chinese government. Of course, you have not just the spy balloon that we shot down, but you have now, I guess, that they they rolled back the tape and they said, looks like we've had at least five other spy balloons that we didn't notice uh, over the past few years, right? And then, 
And then just the delay. I mean, since when have we waited so long to act on something so horrible as to take pictures of our whole United States? Uh, It's never been heard of. You know, there's... I mean, now, you know, now you're talking about TikTok, and I knew about TikTok since years ago uh, when it just started. But, you know, because... Our news isn't informing us, and a lot of people are so used to believing everything the news says. And if the news doesn't say it, then they shouldn't be careful. But it's out there on social media. Just look it up. It's not good. It's, and, and you know, but again, yeah. the people, the majority of people that have it are the young people. Very few elderly, but... The majority is the young people, and they're just getting hooked on this um, app. They're very hooked on it, and it is, you know, uh, and thank you for your call. I appreciate that, uh, Rosie. Uh, number is 888-528-2557. You know, I think that there is a whole lot of things that come together with this and something that we need to, to pray about, but we have to be active in our conversations with our leaders and get to really fighting about some important things, you know, not to get into it right now, but, you know, all this debate about even uh, Donald Trump, whether he's going to get arrested or not, and the situation with all of that, you know, it's an interesting story. And it would be, you know, it's certainly interesting that a uh, current candidate or a former president might get indicted and and uh, the stuff about Biden's uh, son and all of that, All you know, is there influence from China? All those things are interesting and there should be some news on it. But what's getting buried is the fact that China and Russia just had a summit where one of the things that they said to each other is that what's about to happen will be a change in the world not seen for 100 years. Well, what happened 100 years ago this year? You know what happened is Hitler got elected 100 years ago this year. Now, I don't know if they literally meant 100 years. Sometimes I say 100 years and you know I just mean a long time. I don't mean literally 100 years, but it it sounded to me like they they meant literally, like probably not necessarily Hitler, but the the idea that the global order is going to change, and they see themselves as on top of it. And they're talking, they apparently, and I don't watch local Russian news, and I don't watch local Chinese news. Maybe there's a bunch of dumb stuff on that too. But, you know, the other part about TikTok that is coming clear, and this is another concern, is that for our kids – what they're being driven to by the algorithm is entertainment and stupidity and stuff for giggles or stuff that leads you basically into pornography, which is one of the things that I think with any social media, but in particular TikTok, you've got to be concerned about your kids and your grandkids with that. There's there's not specific explicit pornography on the app, but the there is plenty of stuff on the app that tells you where to go get it. Right. That says here, uh, click this link in my bio and then you'll go find this that I'm talking about. Um, And the the app is not censored for language or or topics. It's just censored for what you can view. But it's it's driving our kids and our adults, you know, into a online world of of darkness, an online world of a false point of view about politics, about sex, about each other and about the world. And what some people believe is that that's deliberate because the understanding is in China, you're only allowed to be on apps such as this, their version of it, 
uh, for 45 minutes and then it shuts you off. And most of what you watch are things that are educational, things that are positive, things that help you, that stimulate your, your educational growth. And there's some fun on there, but there's, there is, and this is part of having a totalitarian, totalitarian government and not having freedom, right, as they can manipulate your thoughts. And there's a downside to all of this. But there's also something about the development of the human mind and the development of our children's mind in our country. So we have a situation where in just about every category, our education system is, is getting worse, math, science, English, all of those things. We have social media that's occupying the time of our kids and some video games and other stuff. And a study just came out that said Americans' IQs are getting lower, which seems obvious to me if you pay attention. But, you know, according to this study that just came out, uh, Americans are getting more dumb. And part of it is this. Part of it is that we are so distracted by things that don't matter, that we are so driven by entertainment and driven by fantasy world, we're missing the big stories in the real world. And this is an area that the church has got to speak to. This is an area that we have to realize that there are things that are far more important and more important for our kids to know. You know, what are we teaching our kids as parents? What, uh, you know, what parents do today in the church, outside of the church, you know, our kids are driving us crazy. So we, we hand them this uh, device and sometimes they go look at it for hours every day. There is a, I used to be on the board for a Christian camp. And one of the things that camp was, was considering is purchasing another camp. And the purpose of the camp that they would buy would be a camp that you send kids to so that they get off of the screens. And it would include physical therapy because some kids are, their necks aren't forming right because you're always in the, the, the looking down at your device uh, posture and it's creating problems. You can look that up. It is actually a major problem. See, we are, we are getting distracted from real life, from the reality of our world, the dangers of our world, the spiritual realities of life. I think this is ultimately what the devil is doing. So we have to live in the world that we're in, but we don't have to be of it. We have to live and know that there are great dangers to this. And even that it's convenient or fun, and, uh, and it is, it can be convenient or fun. You've got to put limits on it. You have to shut it off. You have to just not go there if it's a problem. It's a, it's a huge deal, and the story is, is not going to end. Please pay attention to what's happening with your kids and your grandkids when it comes to their social media, their internet usage, video games, those kinds of things. The effect is real, and it is much bigger. I think it is playing a role in international uh, politics and, uh, and maybe some, some scary times coming. All right, we've got to take a break. When we come back, we will uh, talk about some more things that are going on in Washington today and uh, take your phone calls. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Southern California Live, Pastor Scott Furrow. I'll see you in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.